Hi, friends. Welcome to Podcast in a Pear Tree. I'm Danielle. I'm Samantha. And I'm Aaron Lee. And now we're going to talk <laughs> about a movie. <laughs> we're going to talk about a movie. We all Let's are. get into talk it. About a movie. Uh, the movie we're talking about today is Single All the Way, available on Netflix. Uh, so very excited to talk about this film. I'm going to give you a brief summary here. So uh, Single All the Way is about a uh, guy. Uh, a guy. And another guy. <laughs> a guy and another guy. And another, and another guy. guy. There's, there's a lot of guys. We have uh, uh, Peter, who is our main character, played by Michael Urie. Uh, James, who played by Luke McFarlane. And uh, Nick, played by Philemon Chambers. And Peter and Nick are best friends and roommates. They come back to uh, New Hampshire together. Um, and with the under that guise of telling Peter's family that surprise we've started dating <laughs> they really haven't started dating but but of course as always happens a meddling mother gets in the way um and she has a date for her son peter um and that is james and james is rather hunky peter likes shoulders and so kind of really enjoys his time with james then it love triangles away what do you think triangles. of this one? It love triangles away. What do you think it. of this one, Samantha? <laughs> I like the story. I love the family. I like the main characters. You know, and Luke McFarlane, obviously, we've seen him in Hallmark films in the past. So that was interesting that he was in this film. But I felt like, you know, him as the, you know, the setup from the mom as the love interest he's like a nice guy. Like I didn't hate him. I was like, oh, okay. He's like good enough for Peter. Like what's wrong with this guy? I thought he was great. Um, but I also thought it was great that the family was super into getting Nick and Peter together, the BFFs, um, almost a little too hardcore at times, but I thought it was endearing and cute. Um, <laughs> And then also Jennifer Coolidge, like who? Oh, national treasure, thing? national treasure. I love Jennifer Coolidge. I mean, who doesn't? So, I mean, her in this film, you can't go wrong Aunt with her. Aunt Sandy. She's, she's so funny. And the fact that the play was called Jesus H. Christ was like hilarious to me. Um, <laughs> there was just like so many elements of this film that was that were very Netflix and fresh and fun. And what did you guys think? I agree with you about the fun and the refreshing, but I was laughing so much. The family was just so funny. No one was really quite the stereotype and no mm -mm. one was the bad guy. Like mm -mm. James, you would think there James, was oh, no bad guy. Yeah, there was, everyone was good. That That is mm -hmm. something I really appreciated because I think in, usually in the film, there's always like one nefarious character and, or someone who's like dubious or someone that you're like, oh, they're not that great. But I could like everybody like same thing with James like you said Samantha he was solid and a good a good guy not a match for our main character Peter who I haven't seen Michael Yuri in a while so it was nice to see you I'm like oh you're around thank you <laughs> and um the and then Nick as the the best friend and all the task rabbit plugs like <laughs> oh yeah task rabbit benefited from this big time big um, time and the fact that he was also a book writer and, you know, it, he was so sweet and so, so freaking cute. I thought he was so cute. <laughs> yeah. I thought he was so cute. Like, I love, yeah. I love so, him. So cute. Absolutely. Like, he, he, himself. 
here's what I really appreciated about this and and the relationship and the way everything turned out is when there's there's a a love triangle like this and nobody does anything wrong Mm -hmm. I really feel bad for the person that gets left out usually I'm like oh but they're they're such a good person and Mm -hmm. in that in this case it would it would be James Luke McFarland's character He's such a good person. He's so sweet. He's so nice. He has shoulders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he was it's he was thought he was thoughtful. He he likes to kiss on the ski slopes. Well, and you can't, you know, there's something to be said about people that, you know, they just like living in their hometown. And he was just like, you know what? I like skiing. I like, I like doing what I'm doing. And yeah. I like, I like New Hampshire. And who doesn't love that little Christmassy town they live in in New Hampshire? Like, I'm about to move there too. So it's like, <laughs> but I here's get the it. thing. Here's the thing. You know, it's like he's now all set to move to LA and become a celebrity fitness instructor on Instagram because of the, the, um, the razor commercial that they shot. And now he's, his Insta's blowing up. And so he gets something out of it. I'm like, wait a minute. Everybody's really happy at the end of this. Mm-hmm. James has, James didn't lose. He's got a whole career ahead of him now. Mm-hmm. Woohoo. Head to but- LA, take over uh, Peter and Nick's apartment. They'll move back here, take over your apartment and build the bookstore or plant store. Plant store. Yes. Like- you know what they I love sell though? Books and plants together. Oh my gosh, that's perfect. They can have like a little cafe. There's like so much that could be done with this. But the one thing that I really loved was that even though James, his photo shoot, you know, that was really hunky and great, but I also felt like it was garbage compared to Nick's photo shoot. (laughs) I thought that was someone's nice to Nick. Right? I just, well, and I just thought it was just like really romantic and you could tell that, you know, they, they really. Yeah. Well, Nick's photo shoot was more planned too. Mm -hmm. It's like, uh, Peter gets a text and he's like, oh crap, I need more photos like this. Hey guy next to me, would you be in a photo, take a weird picture with me? Let me run in and grab some shaving cream at the drugstore that we happen to be in front of. Yeah, but Luke McFarlane's hot enough that it wouldn't matter usually, and I felt like it was still second best. <laughs> so, Samantha, you like the shoulders, don't do you? I do like the shoulders, but I'm just saying, like, I really loved he and Nick's, like, um, I don't know. I just thought they had a really good, they had really good chemistry, and I thought he was great, because he was so sweet, and he was, like, children's oh. book writer. Like, who doesn't want to date somebody who writes children's books? And that's exactly why the family really loved him so much, and mm-hmm. were rooting him on to be with 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 Peter. And this whole time, even though he's like, no, I don't think so. They're, and the daughters of, I think, let's see, the two, there were the two daughters. Um, the nieces? Yeah, yeah of um, the daughters of the sister, Sister Lisa. Mm-hmm. Um, who were super mm-hmm. hardcore about putting like shipping them together along with um Peter's dad was like oh yeah they should He's be together so funny just be like and they end up convincing the whole family yeah they should be together so they all go on board basically to like uh, the whole family like this the two sisters and then their respective <laughs> families like their kids all of them are all in on it trying to like do everything and my favorite scene was the one where they are trying to sabotage um Peter's date with with um James and then literally the sister like bumps into him with like a tray of stuff and just like oh, I love that like, too. wow you just went to the extreme here it was 
like the co- the comedy was just hilarious and they went they just took it to the extreme and I, I found that so funny so I'm, I'm glad you brought up the nieces because I, I I think they were like a great little dynamic duo in mm-hmm. the film mm-hmm. and I thought there was another really great dynamic duo in the film and I'm I'm curious to know which one you preferred did you like the nieces better or Linda and Judith the plants because I loved Linda and Judith <laughs> I thought Linda and Judith were just so, I thought that that scene really set the tone for the entire movie. The fact that he comes home and he's got this beautiful LA apartment full Mm. of all these gorgeous plants. My girlfriend and I were both like, ooh, I want those plants (laughs) because we can't keep a plant alive to save us. And then he, he talks to them and he's named them. And then one gets jealous of the other. I know. I, I I love Linda and Judith. I know. I love so Linda endearing. and Judith. Now, there's some of the stars of the film, for sure. Definitely, definitely. I also love the um, the well, is it like a sign or whatever that's in the house that talks about it's like counting down the days of Christmas. I always love that when they do that in a film where it's like, okay, you know, we're getting down to like a few days before Christmas, the naughty or nice thing. What does it say? I forgot what it said. Something about like, yeah, like this many days left to be, to be nice or to get on the nice list. I also like the fact that aunt Sandy kept adding days. (laughs) (laughs) She's the best, but I also love the mom because she was like, really, really, um, I don't know. She really wanted to, set Peter up um with James and that whole thing so she was kind of like on the other side of Nick and Peter trying to be supportive yeah but she Uh, also was like not like these guys need to get together I set him up with James lots of funny quirks that everybody had so the moms makes all these funny signs Mm -hmm. one of the sisters Peter's sisters has like a cosmetic line like farm on my face i was like so oh my god i know like, oh, okay check it out at farmonmyface.com oh, that was hilarious i oh, love can that you hashtag farm on my face I'm like oh it's so weird uh very very cute but i did going back to the girls i they contributed also to one of the parts of the film that i was like oh netflix got money was when they did a dance with with peter to Britney Spears, my only wish. I was right? like, you got rights to a Britney Spears song to put they into this Netflix movie. Dough. Wow, Netflix dough. Got some, yeah, that's definitely some Netflix dough. So, <laughs> what did you guys Jinx. think of, um, you know, the Christmassy town in New Hampshire? I thought it was really refreshing that Peter was like, you know what, I'm okay with moving back home from LA. <laughs> I thought it was like interesting, just because. I don't know. We're all from other places and we moved to LA and it's like, it's a hard place to leave. So when he was like, you know what? I can move home. In this- I get on the plane to go home tomorrow. I'm so excited because I, I would be going to New England. It's Lucky. not snowy there right now, but it will I'll be, be Christmassy. It will be Christmassy. It, it really will. I, For crying out loud, they could film all the all the Netflix and all the Hallmark and all the uh, the Lifetime movies in my hometown. Oh my gosh, I'm like, so jealous. Talk about white picket fences with fresh garland uh, draped across them and big red bows. 
It's and wreaths? Did. Are there a lot of wreaths? There are I re- imagine every, there's you wreaths have everywhere. To have a wreath. You have to have a wreath. And when I was a kid, you had to get it from Story's Potting Shed. That's oh where gosh, all the that. wreaths in Essex came from. If your wreath did not come from Story's Potting Shed, if you dared go to the building center for your <laughs> wreath, we'd run you out of town. Oh my gosh. <laughs> These Christmassy New England towns are my spiritual home. <laughs> I love them. There was snow in this movie, by the way. Mm-hmm. I know it started with, I, I have that in my notes. Snow, fake, but I'll take it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was fake snow and there were a lot of hunky Santa guys. Yep. That's but I'll take sure. it. It's snow. Snow is snow. Well, well let's talk about when, um, okay, so when, you know, Nick tells Peter that like he, you know, he comes to this conclusion after the whole weekend spending with the family, the family's like, you guys need to be together. And he's like, I don't know. And then he finally is like, yeah, I do love him. And he tells him and then Peter's reaction. But the thing is though, but I will say this is probably why I like the, the to the nieces so much is because like they played match they literally mm-hmm. it worked they played matchmaker they were like so how to tell like you feel they were like egging them on egging them on and they finally admit and then they <laughs> then they tell nick hey he feels the same way yeah but so i mean <laughs> that that gives nick that assurance oh okay yeah. he does which is kind of nice and yet that that's why when peter was like oh has this opposite reaction it's kind of like no peter that's not what you told them why are you doing this sabotage sabotage and then james comes in not james's fault he just had that timing and Mm -hmm. he was like yeah let's go and it just you're just like oh no here's the tension point here's the tension point i mean they needed to have that in order to kind of have be some sort of catalyst for bringing them together in the end which I, but but it was it was hard for me to see I felt I felt the pain I was like no I know and I almost felt like are we gonna have this airport moment I don't know and then all of a sudden like he's like you know I'm gonna go and see if he's at um, Boston Logan Airport and then he sees he him one at- last task rabbit job. right I'm like <laughs> he had some time to kill so he's just gonna like go paint that shop or whatever I think- what I suspect is that he had, since he had bought the shop, since he, you know, he bought the shop for him, he probably saw it come up and he was like, oh, wait, this is the address. Mm-hmm. And was like, oh, let me go see what this is. I'll accept it. And it was like his last thing that he was going to do was paint, repaint this store that he bought for Peter with his rain money from the first book that he, he wrote, uh, which but was- like- don't you have like travel anxiety like how i like samantha's answer better he had extra time (laughs) for his flight there was no guarantee because it was a very like it was a very spontaneous decision from to right the pageant had just ended he wasn't planning on leaving and then all of a sudden he's probably flying standby yeah (laughs) no but it's like okay but painting is like a task like you know what I mean like that's messy task rabbit I mean I know he's a professional but that like takes a lot of time and I'm like whoa he does he not have travel anxiety about getting to the airport (laughs) at all like I would be like flipping out I would too there's no way I'd be painting somewhere I would be at a coffee shop with my bag right next to me, like looking at my phone. <laughs> what time you do is to it? calm down. You just paint, you know, get that roller out. 
Oh my gosh. So I thought that was really interesting. And also like, because there's like, guess what? I bought this for you, which is like super romantic, but also like, what? That's like amazing. Such a nice gesture. Right? Oh my gosh. Especially because it was like money he'd been saving for something like. Like a rainy day. A rainy day. And he used it. So nice. That's love. It is. (laughs) For sure. I bought you some property. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take it and flip it. (laughs) So I got a question for you guys. Um, At the beginning of the movie, Peter, when Peter and Nick come home and they meet Peter's family for the first time, uh, Peter has um, coached his mother in the ways that she should be behaving and and understanding that two gay men can have a platonic friendship. And Mm -hmm. it seems very, very important to him. They make a big deal out of this. And then they kind of wipe that away by having them get together at the end. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, the family though was converted to this idea (laughs) with a lot of pushing. And so I think that really, it it didn't come from, it, it came from, the two nieces really yeah <laughs> so, i'm sorry really I'm going back to that. it got really for a minute i was like whoa this family is like really hardcore about this relationship all of a sudden yes they got everyone everyone jumped on the train it was just like and it was a speeding train very quickly because at first it was like no and then they're just aligned their alliances it was like okay it was the, it was the nieces then the dad and then it was like yeah. the assist then the then the moms of the the sisters AKA the moms of the nieces and nephews. And then it was like, then finally the mom, then everybody. Right. Yeah. I thought I, I thought the idea of setting that up was a pretty good story device because it really kind of uh, kept that family train from taking off too early because the family yeah. was so excited. And that gave a good reason as to why, you know, Christmas Carol wasn't gung ho about, oh my gosh, you and Nick should get together. Um, right from the start because I mean pretty much we all know the family want wanted them together years ago yeah but it also gave her that like opportunity for the rest of the story of like I need to set him up with some like local bachelor that's like really cute so it worked out (laughs) it worked out it worked out I thought it was a good device you know I, I applaud the writers for for coming up with that one no I think it's good and like you know I don't know. I feel like everybody has that moment when their family is always like, what about this person? Like, you know, when you're single and they're like, oh, you know, you why don't you guys date? Just date and stuff like that. So I feel like it's a very realistic storyline that families like get into, especially during the holidays. I don't know. I, agree, I really like agree it. with the realism of of the, you know, we we're just friends thing. I mm-hmm. think that the realism of just friends becoming more than just friends is a little less common. Yeah, it can be. Yeah, especially when you're like BFFs. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I don't know. But didn't they date in the past? Or is that a different film that I watched? <laughs> I'm getting it mixed up. I think that's a different uh, one. This one, they were pretty... They, they well, never they had, dated, right? They never dated. They fake dated the when they first met because they were trying to get a family membership at the gym. Oh yeah. So they had that story where That's they right. improbbed a whole relationship. That's cute. Um, but in like the, I think it's 10 years that they've been living together. They, if they had romantic feelings for one another, they, how did they not 
discover that living together for 10 but years maybe someone sound- didn't want to cross the line and ruin the friendship that and also it sounded like they've been in like other relationships too because right. Nick had just exited mm-hmm. a relationship recently That's true. The the I know with that guy that guy was just bad news there's a bad guy he was mm-hmm. not a good guy yeah at least he, he was, was married with children oh right yeah the the um yeah, both. So yes, right. Both of them were. In. Nick had just exited one, and then Peter was in that with that cheating husband. Oh my goodness, that's right. I almost forgot about him. I that, know the guy, the cardiologist who like seemingly great on the outside, but then Nick takes a task rabbit job and then putting up these Christmas lights for this lady's house, and then the husband comes home, and it's the boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh my gosh. I know. Oh, wow. I know. So maybe like the timing hasn't been right for them and then nobody wants to ruin the friendship and who makes the first move because then what if it goes bad? There's like a lot at stake, especially when it's like your best friend. Yes. Stars do have to align. Stars have to align. Mm -hmm. For sure. So what did you guys think about this one? Mm, Our rating. As far as as like, yeah. Uh, I'm going to rate it. I'm going to watch this while I'm wrapping Christmas presents. Uh, it wasn't my favorite. I I got a little bored kind of in the middle, but it did have a lot of, it did have some good one-liners. It was an interesting story. And yeah, like I, I can, I, I'll have it on while I'm wrapping some presents. Oh, I feel like I liked it a little bit more. I felt like it was, um, I don't know. It was light and fun. Like I'd watch it in the afternoon you know, maybe like a couple weeks before Christmas, not like the week of Christmas, you know? Okay, but are you watching <laughs> it in the afternoon curled up on the couch with Tom or are you watching it in the afternoon with your best girlfriends and some Cosmos? Yeah, maybe that. I mean, Tom and I did watch it together though. <laughs> he liked <Okay>. it. <laughs> he liked it. But um, yeah, probably that. I mean, it's it's a fun watch, and like, I wouldn't be like, okay, I don't need to watch it again. I'd watch it again. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably agree with that. I, it is something I'd I'd probably be willing to watch again because there are some movies that pop up, and you're just like, okay, oh no, I don't really want to have this even just in the background again. This is one that I'd, I'd be fine to see again and have it play in the background again. And I will probably multitask, but I'll also be paying attention <laughs> at the same time. Yeah, I thought it was cute. Yes. It's and it cute has, and you know, some stars in there that mm-hmm. I enjoy. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I laughed. I laughed quite a bit at, at parts because I was just like, whoa, okay. <laughs> okay. Here's my recommendation for Netflix, though. They should do a sequel. It should be a Valentine's Day sequel. And it should be mm-hmm. about the two nieces and the uh, love app that they create. Mm. Oh, that's, that's cute. cute. That's cute. The two nieces become matchmakers. They, yeah. They should, because they put in a lot of work. They really that, did, and it worked. That's for Netflix, free of charge. Go ahead. <laughs> Take the advice, Netflix. Here you go, Netflix. Well, you guys this was it's always fun talking to you about christmas movies so thank you so much for uh for being here and, and chatting with with yeah. me and with danielle and with samantha we, we had yeah. a really great time doing this um please 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 like and subscribe and if you feel so inclined we'd really appreciate a five-star review and find us where you get your podcast bye, bye.